Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast with me, Robbie Musto, and him, Robbie Earl. And this is our final World Cup special podcast. And we have a winner, Robbie Earl, my friend. Yes, it's sir. France. France yes, beat Croatia 4-2 in the World mm. Cup final on Sunday. Uh, another excellent game. Lots of yep. drama. Lots mm. of things to talk about. But yeah. France are champions. What's your immediate reaction to that? Well done to France. Um, we questioned, Rob, whether... We, I don't think anybody questioned the ability. We questioned mm. whether this can be a team, whether they can come together, where can they be giving to each other. Uh, can they stand each other's company for six, seven weeks, as, as you have to in, in World Cup competition? Can they find mm. a way, answer questions and mature and grow up? Mm. The answer is yes. Mm. Um and just on, on the opposite, and, and this takes absolutely nothing away from, from the French victory, I also felt, Rob, more as the game went on, but even before uh, the game kicked off, and, and we did our last podcast, and I said, I fancy France to get a few goals. I just felt that this might be a game too far for Croatia. Partly in terms of physicality, just what they've been through over the last seven, ten days with extra time, with, with, with penalty play uh, kick penalty kicks the emotion that, that that happens physically and more so mentally I just thought if this team go behind I'm not sure how they pull themselves out and I think a couple of times yesterday I've been started the game really well and having good possession when they went to to the well unfortunately it was a little bit dry it just I thought the tournament caught up with 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 a team and a nation that's not as deep that's not a, 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 as much quality as France and uh, French, quite uh, rightly, were, were crowned champions. Yeah, I, I think I think the part, I, the, the French part, I think is is well said. I think we we question whether they could be a great team. Basically, that they are great individuals, um, and I think we question that because we had seen that before. Of course, in Euro 2016, they lost the final to Portugal in uh, in home their own stadium. Um, and you just whether they've learned lessons, I don't know. But they they really did come together. The managers yeah. was continued in, in Didier Deschamps, um, and, and there's no question they deserve to win the game. Um, and I'm not sure. I think Croatia they did not play some good stuff, Rob. I mean, I know I know your point is that they, did it did it all come um, you know become too much for them with all these extra time and mm. penalties and drama and emotion and being the same guys, not a particularly deep squad. I still thought they played really well, and um, we'll get into the main uh, incidents. Yeah, the details of the game, yeah. And I think that really, it really affected it. I thought it really affected the, the details game. of the game. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree. I think my argument would be if this game was played, let, let's let me just say hmm. in a week's time, I think we could have a different result. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, if they played this game, Rob, if they played this game. I think France would want to do the same and not be too dissimilar to how he, how yep, he played. Absolutely. And I think Croatia could be better, could have given a little more, could have been mentally stronger or whatever was required in a few things. And, and, and I know we'll, get, and, and we'll, we'll start to get into the detail because that does have, a, have mm. its bearing on, on some of those things. But mm. that mental, emotional drain right. in football is difficult to explain, Rob, but we've all been there, whether it's losing in a big match or going in big games. Sometimes you, you, your energy levels just for some but, reason but, 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 take but two but or World three Cup days final, to come Rob, together. And I know what you I, mean, I but, but in the World yeah. Cup final, crikey, mm. I, and I know... 
you know, mentality-wise, I mean, it's well, the biggest game so to deep, get up for You it. can only try so hard. Yeah, and your when body your can only do so much. When, yeah, when the body's sort of saying, listen, I, I, I've been there before I'm shot, I just wonder whether three, four more days of rest might have given Croatia a chance. But, but that's slightly doing a disservice to, to, to France. And mm. we probably should get into the detail, mate, because there was plenty of goals, plenty of yeah. incident, plenty, yeah. plenty to go on. Should, should we start with the, 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 the first, first goal? Kick. Yeah, 17 minutes, free kick. Uh, mm. Griezmann goes down, mm. gets a free kick. Debate uh, w- was raging, certainly over Twitter and the places yeah. I was watching the game. Yeah. Some people were adamant it wasn't a free kick that he dived, mm. which we've probably seen a little bit of that in the tournament, something we, we, we haven't particularly liked. Mm. I actually thought there was enough contact for him to go down. I, I think when you're running at that speed and somebody catches you, I, th- I thought it was a, I was okay with a free kick. Uh, you know what? I, I, I think we have the benefit of the replays. You know, he was going down a little bit. Mm. The contact came. It's one of them. It's a soft free kick, but it's not, it's not a, a huge injustice. No, it's not a game you know, changer. Yeah. There's a lot of things that happen in 90 Correct. minutes of football Correct. that are kind of marginal. It's all yeah. about interpretation, referees, viewing position, etc., etc., etc. It's not a reviewable situation with VAR. So, like you... It, 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 it was it was it was just a little bit of bad luck, yeah. basically. Um, and Griezmann got away with it. He knew what he was doing there. Mm. I, I just yeah. thought he was leaning over Rob, and the contact yeah, came. Yeah, he's hoping to make the contact. He's going down. The contact sort of comes. And so it, and so it that, that's that's the seventeenth minute. You know that, that and, and of course it was the, the French first goal with Mandzukic. Um, own goal there in the 18th minute. The only thing I would say on that, Rob, because I, I, I just want to make it make ah. a point. As as they're mm. taking the free kick, mm. as I, I'm standing there with a the command mates, I say. On Croatia, so deep, they were right mm. on the six-yard box, and and just the distance from the ball to the to the back line looked too far to me, as if like push up three or four yards, at least make this no. a little bit more difficult. Whether yep. that would have changed things, whether the goalkeeper could, could have come, whether Mandzukic would have been higher up and the ball yep. would have gone through, who knows? Mm. But just you know, when you're visually watching mm. something, I thought, yep. God, they're back forward deep there. They're, they're almost on the six-yard box. I looked as well, and I, I, that's a great point, and I totally agree. Paul Pogba was in an offside position. Mm, yeah. And he kind of challenged for the ball behind Mandzukic. Now, there was a little bit mm. of contact. You know, we, of course... We, We've seen these where he's interfering with play there because yeah, he challenged for the ball from the an offside yeah. position. Yeah. Now, again, I looked at it a few times, and I, again, I'm probably okay with it that it mm. was allowed because I'm not sure. Because he was behind the play and behind the player that flicked it yeah, on. I don't know whether he affected him. Was he in his eye line? Was he affected by the play? But, but there was quite a bit of talk on it on social media. Mm. I thought about it because I've looked at the replay and said, well, hang on a minute. Pog was definitely offside. Yeah. And, oh, he does go and try and play the ball. He's challenging for the ball. But maybe because he came from behind, mm. you know, again, a little bit like the free kick. Yeah. That's okay. That's a, that's yeah. a, that's a, that's an expected sort of situation with refereeing with a little bit of grey area. That's okay. This is going to be a long old podcast if we're going to every goal. <laughs> no, we're not. No, no. But let's well, go on to the goal. Let's go, go on to the equalising goal. Twenty-eight mm. minutes, which yeah, has li- as little to, to, to debate. Yeah. An absolute brilliant strike by Perisic. Takes a touch off his right foot onto his yeah. left. Beautiful control technique. Yeah. He's Basel a good player. I mean, what a player. He's one of those players, Rob, who's elevated his world standing over this World Cup. He has. I think he would say, and others might say, well, he's got a pretty good standing anyway. Yeah, but yeah. You're but right. I think people who you're don't know right. the game that well, I yeah. mean, there's talk of Manchester United have been interested. But they've been for a long time. Again, have been I think Jose's after so, it. Yeah. 
Correct. But um, he on that from that from a wide position. And what yeah. what I say about him for the Premier League, Rob, he's really built for the Premier League mm, because yeah. he's a he's a bit of a yeah. specimen. He's, he's physical. He's a beast he's out there, and he yeah, yeah he works hard. And, and mm. work working in the Premier League, you you got to be able to work hard. Yeah. You got to be mentally tough. I think we know that all these Croatian players are. Yeah. Um, and he got to have quality. And I so I yeah. think you know he's a player that absolutely would. Would fit into the Premier League would great. Suit jo uh, Jose style as well. Don't mind doing his yeah. work back, but real great finish, wasn't it? Forward, it was a good finish. Good finish. Good, from, good from finish. A wide position. Yeah. So that's yeah. one all. Perisic was involved in probably, I think, the most controversial moment of, of mm. the game, which could well have been a game changer when you think of how uh, the match played out. We come to the corner kick. We come yeah. to the handball yeah. situation. We come to VAR, Rob, yeah. which yeah. we all talked about in this tournament. And we've said a number of times on the podcast yeah. how pleased we've been, it's been, been it, that it's been anything, how well it's worked, yeah. how it's given the referee opportunities. And more often than not, we feel it, it's aided getting the right decision in, yeah. in the crucial moments. So. Yeah. Yeah. We're in a World Cup final. This is absolutely where you want to make sure that, that it's right because these are these God, are critical, life-changing, yeah. huge, yes. changing uh, situations. So we get the, the Perisic handball, which the was referee, no, which was no call in the game. Which was no call in the game. The referee right. he's obviously got the French players all surround him, start pointing to the hand. Giroud mm. led led the argument. He's obviously here heard in the earpiece. And then we see the sort of the usual sign now for the VR. He's going to the sideline, which is great because we've seen a couple of situations where the referee hasn't actually gone up to the sideline. He goes to the sideline, reviews it, Rob, and then from there on in, mm. I thought I, I'm not sure whether VAR fails or the referee fails. But from the moment he looked at the pictures, Rob, I thought the referee was uncomfortable looking at the pictures he was like he was twitchy he didn't quite know what to mm. do he mm. was looking around he, he it was almost like he forced himself to say actually just because it's hit his hand and I'm having another look in slow-mo and people upstairs are telling me mm. I'm going to give a penalty kick I think the first thing just to rewind a little bit for, for what VAR is all about and what it, it, it's designed to do is to is to reverse or to stop clear and obvious, obvious. errors yeah. so yeah. the the VAR referees sat in wherever they are yeah. in Moscow somewhere. They would have seen that and thought, "That's that's an obvious error." Please, yeah, they you thought know, the referee hasn't seen it. it, hasn't it? I assume, um, or that he's seen it and he didn't think it was a penalty kick. Right. So, uh, yeah, I, I, th I think it's wise if they say, "Listen, yeah. I think." You need to look at it. Yeah. You need to look at it. I mean, I, I, okay. I, I don't like them getting involved in the game yeah, unless they like think it's an obvious error. Isn't it? Yeah, you or, don't want to re-referee a yeah. game. And that's Correct. what, I, for me, that's what happened. Mm. This is a re-refereeing -ref situation. Mm. Maybe he didn't get a good view of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it happened so real quick. Okay. But um, I still think, as he, gone, as he goes over, yeah. and w w the, all the replays that we saw from many angles, um, and of course he gave the no call, so yeah. I unless it's an ov clear and obvious yeah. error, then that no call should stand on the field. And for Correct. him to look at it again on the, mm. on the screen, on the side of the pitch, which is under massive pressure, Correct. I was still very, day, very yeah. surprised that he thought that he had made a huge error by saying that's not a deliberate yeah. handball. And well, I, I think it's important to say, Rob, that the VAR, this isn't, 
there's lots of stuff on social media about it. This is about the referees here. This is about the yeah. humans. This isn't about the system. The system yeah, works the system fine. System worked, and it didn't worked it? great. Absolutely, yeah. system. That's the but it's the I people. It's, it's, yeah. the, it's the it's the it's the guys in the room, and it's the referee. Yeah. And it, what it what it does more than anything else, Rob. Okay, it, for mm. me, this one is less about the VAR system, and it's it's about the law of handball. And the times when we have disagreed with some of the decisions, there was an early one, wasn't it? It was a Portugal game, wasn't it? To go one-one, uh, or there was a, there was a, a handball given through VAR. That yeah, I thought, well, that, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, he's just heading it onto. Mm. He doesn't. That's not yeah, deliberate yeah, handball. Yeah, yeah. So the deliberate handball is something that we've on our shows doing the Premier League, mm. and it's interpreted differently in, in different countries by different referees. Yeah. And it's funny because on on Twitter, I put out on my own feed, like that's that's a, that's 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 let a crap that's not a clear and obvious error that's not yeah. a deliberate handball his yeah. hand is in a natural mm. expected position given the situation he's jumping yeah. he's off balance a little bit I mean it, it's it's very very harsh and yet a lot of um, and, and a lot of the kind of the European or maybe our English followers would say yeah absolutely right and all mm. the UK pundits on UK TV Rob said it was, it was yeah. ridiculous but then yeah. the US uh, followers like no, it's his hand. It was going through. It's yeah. a clear handball. So interpretation is very different. Yeah, yeah. But and I think you've you've hit a good point. I, th I just want to go back to it because I think the VAR thing is important and that it has been a step forward and yeah. that we should be thinking about integrating it more yeah. into top level football. What and I, and I go back to the point you made. The system worked in that the referee was asked to look yeah. at the situation. Yeah, okay. what, the, the bit that I think we we've got to be careful of is. I thought the referee changed his mind, A, because of the pressure that seemed on him on that big decision, almost like, look at it, look at it, you know, almost like... What, you think more than he thought it was handball? More than he thought it was handball. And the second thing, Rob, that came out to me that was, so much of this is about the personality of a referee. And if the personality of the referee is not strong, you know, I've seen that. I'll look again. Yeah, okay. I'm okay with my first decision. I think that takes quite a strong-minded, quite yeah. independent well, they type should be. This is the ref. This is the World Cup they final. They are, but, but some of these guys aren't, are not at that level. Believe me, Rob. But it's a World Cup final. It should be the best guy. I know it's one of the things that FIFA do. And he, but, it, but is he? Did he control the game? Was he in, in totally in control of himself and that situation? I don't think so. And that's where VAR... I think on, on, on that kind of personality, on sometimes a referee who's not quite sure of all the rules, etc. I think it, it almost doesn't help those kind of guys. I think if you're, if you're Klappenberg, if you're, if you're Webb, if you're Kalinam, if you're one of those guys who has a look, okay, I'll have a look. No, I'm okay with my first decision. I think you're fine. But I think if you're a referee not at quite that standing, not with quite that own own self kind of belief in what you do, I think we'll get situ I think that's why we got situations like we did yesterday and we end up getting a wrong decision even though the system was right. The, the only other thing to add on that, right, uh, and we, we can't profess to think we know everything about the rules, <laughs> right? And I, and I, I think yeah, we're yeah. both humble enough yeah. to say, you know yeah. what, maybe we're wrong. Mm -hmm. Maybe we're wrong interpretations. Maybe, you know, this, this, this deliberate part, I mean, it's in the laws there, so... It, I, I know it, it's it, there yeah. and it's got to be. But maybe maybe he looked at it on a, on a monitor. Maybe we're wrong, Rob. Maybe Europe is wrong. Maybe England is wrong. Maybe we're wrong. That that That, that is a, a handball because his arms aren't maybe. closer to his side. <laughs> Again, maybe, but it doesn't. When you say, when we go down the, 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 the laws of the game, the, the clear and obvious error, when you see the referee having a look and you're saying to me that uh, whether it's deliberate or not, but the, but the, you know the, the, the movement of the hand towards the ball, the ball's in an uh, his arms in an unexpected position. 
I think when you put all that criteria to what we're supposed to see as a penalty or not, I think I think that stands up, Rob. I think it stands up that that, that should not be yeah, given as a penalty kick. Yeah, the only law in this in this law is that it has to be deliberate, and everything yeah. else is just to help mm. you make that determinant, yeah. like a, a, a natural position, distance from the ball. These are all things that are used to help you figure out mm. was that deliberate? Because sometimes yeah. players are very clever, they're very smart, mm. they can make themselves yeah. bigger to potentially handle the ball. That's deliberate. But this, for me, was absolutely not. He's jumping. His arms aren't, uh, uh, you know, th- th- there needs to be something else. Like if your hand is a, is above your shoulder. Yeah, uh, above you, your head or your some, shoulder something, or out, out something away else from your body. It's a bit more measurable, some metric. Mm. That handball law, and it happened before, it was, I'm sure it was a Portugal game. There was one given and then there was one that yeah, wasn't was given. Yeah, it was against someone headed down, didn't they? Yeah. Please, mm. please, FIFA and the people that organise, you know, think about handball yeah. because it's, it keeps cropping up. Um, yeah, and, and really to move on from that now, Rob, it was for me the defining mm. moment in it was this a final. Puncture, wasn't it? it was a because to that wow, to the Croatia team. And mm. Then, then they're behind. Mm. They're having to kind of they're having to attack a lot more. Yeah, um, and it was perfect for France with the players that they've got on the counter attack mm. and their quality that they had. And again, this doesn't take anything away from France over the course no, of that game. No. You know, you can't say def- uh, the France didn't deserve to win it, but that their decision. Wow, you talk about mental stru- uh, toughness, Rob, and this Croatia yeah. team that's had a lot of stuff to, to sure. you have to yeah, get over yeah. that as well. Sure. Um, sure. was really difficult. It was, and they, they were made to pay even further yeah. just before the hour mark, and uh, Paul Pogba get, got his moment of, I'm calling mm. his moment of redemption, mm. when I, I still heard um, some pundits uh, in the UK around the world critical of him um, that he tried his first shot with the right foot that he's trying to nutmeg someone instead oh of you know I thought this was was a, a little bow to a two-footed footballer mm. of, of immense ability shot one shot with his right foot comes on his left comfortable to bend it yeah. in with his left that this wasn't about haircuts hair color dabbing dancing showboating social media this was about a guy who'd had disciplined Quite defensive midfield yes, role for, for long mid- periods of the game. One of two in there, yeah. Played a striking ball forward to, to launch mm. attack, followed it up with a run to the edge of the box, takes one shot with his right foot, shoots his next shot with his left foot. I think the first goal scored outside the, the box in, in uh, World Cup football since that great uh, Marco Tardelli moment. Remember Italy when, when yeah. Tardelli scores them out and we see the brilliant celebrations? Yeah. I mean, a, a goal of real quality, a goal of some historical value. And I thought it was a great moment for Paul Pogba to say, that's kind of who I am. That's who I can be. That's what I can do. Despite all this kind of negativity that seems to follow him and run with him, and almost like people are desperate for this guy to fail now. But but we, I think to be fair, Rob, right? And I'm gonna I'm gonna. I think we know he can score goals like that. Okay, so yeah. the negativity and, the, and yeah. the little bit of pressure and the criticism mm. he gets isn't for those moments and for spraying that ball and for bending in with his left foot, right? I think we all know he can do that. What impressed me is that he showed in this game. And in others in the World Cup, to mm. be fair, that he can be a central midfield, in inverted commas, general. So he can do a bit of yeah. everything, which is yeah. what Jose Mourinho wants yeah. and other people want from him. He played mm-hmm. as, a, as, a, as a fancy word, as a double pivot, two central guys in midfield. They are kind yeah. of a 4 4 2, a little bit lopsided, but he was mm-hmm. there. So in that role, and we both played that role, so we know it very well. You've got to defend, you've got to track runners, you've got to oh, close it, the border, you've got to block, you've got to pass. And, and, 
the crucial bit for him, you can get forward and score Picky and moments, create. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm saying, be that guy, Paul Pogba. Be that guy. Don't be the guy that everybody's going to say, you know what, he needs to play in the left of a three in midfield because you've got to give him the license to get forward and do his stuff. And, and, and yes, in the right team, in the right situation, in a dominant Juventus side, he can be that guy and he can do the flashy stuff. But for the most part, it's to win the best stuff, whether it's in the Premier League, that's a tough competitive league or in a World Cup. If you're a midfield player, you've got to do a bit of everything. And he showed in that game that he did. And he, now, he wasn't, he wasn't incredibly outstanding, but he showed to me that he can be that all-rounder. And that's what Mourinho wants. And that, I think, was some picky pundit midfield players want to see him be that guy. And I think this tournament, whether he's matured, whether he's, he's got something from Deschamps that he hasn't got from Mourinho, he showed mm. he can do that. And I think that's the, that's the kind of the biggest takeaway for poor Pogba. Don't be a fancy Dan, a specific type of guy. Be an all-rounder because you've got everything to be able to be a, a star oh, oh. midfield general. I absolutely get you, and I think we're making we're probably making the same point, but coming up from different angles. Uh, what I'm saying is, this guy seems to get criticised way more above what's re, what's necessary than other players in similar situations. You make you make a great point that the Paul Pogba finish is something we know he can do because he's got great football. Yeah. And we get criticism because there's fee. It's a massive fee, wasn't it? Yeah, but but. Let's go beyond the fees done now. Neymar's fee was big, and mm. and all you know, everybody yeah. who moves yeah. fee is big. Yeah. But but you know, there seems to be a you know the hair or the social media or the this or the that. You you make a great point where you say that ball rolls to him on the edge of the box, and we know he can bend it in, and he mm. does, and he scores in a World Cup final. So there's yes. a little bit of pressure. Mm. Jesse Lingard got a ball in a very similar situation for England in the game against Croatia on the edge mm. of the box. Mm. When we know what you can do for Manchester United, he put it probably closer to the corner flag, but probably stretching the point a little bit, than he did to the goal. So I'm saying to you that it's not quite as easy as, as a given that what people do in club football and what they can do. So I'm trying to, I'm, I'm just elevate, trying to maybe elevate his finish a little bit. But the, the, the bigger point and the point you make is that when he, for, for whatever, if I'm a Manchester United fan watching the game yesterday, uh, and, and you make a very good point in terms of this is who Paul Pogba's got to be. Mm. My question is, why isn't he? Why is he not that guy for us? Yeah, that that's what I want to know because that that guy can help us win the title. He, he just helped France win a World Cup. That guy can help Manchester United win a title. Can mm. can probably go forward four or five times a game as he yeah. did. And, and, and make him, make it important. Can sit in there, can enjoy, look look like he's enjoying doing that defensive shape yeah. with a two or with a three. Yeah. It, he almost was like a third centre-back at times. He, he dropped in there and had yeah. it and shielded yeah. and, and, yeah. and looked like he was doing So what, what, what's different than, than club football where he's, with his, he's playing with his mates, should be, people he should enjoy on a brilliant stage every week, Manchester United, the biggest ticket in town. What, why mm. is that not happening at Manchester United? Well, I think... I think it's a brilliant point, and I think it's going to be obviously fascinating to, to watch it unfold now because mm. we've all seen what he can do, what he's capable of, and doing something that, to be fair, I think Jose Mourinho has wanted him to yeah. do, and he yeah. hasn't done it. Mm. Now, if he goes back to Man United, and there's talk, by the way, I mean, it's only rumours, and, and, yeah. and, and he is saying the paper that, that he wants to move, but Barcelona assuming that he stays at United, mm. then there should be no reason. No reason why yeah. he doesn't perform like that for Manchester United. No reason. The only reason can be if he doesn't, it has to be the manager. 
It has to be the manager. And again, if, if we saw Paul Pogba going for being brilliant in an attacking role, then I'd be like, well, yeah, it's tough because Jose doesn't want him to do that. But but he played a role for France there that Mourinho does want him to play and he hasn't been able to do it. So I, I, I would be on the positive of this, Rob, and that Paul Pogba, over this tournament, has learnt now, he's got, the, he's got the words of Mourinho in the back of his head, yeah, maybe Deschamps yeah. has said, listen, Paul, we all love the, the four bit, but you've got to be more of a, of a, of a reliable midfield player. Maybe yeah. the, the penny's dropped, and maybe yeah. we're going to see that guy. If we don't, I'm afraid it comes down to a relationship, and it absolutely does. Don't forget about you know, the, 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 the style or the... He is in a situation where he can do that with a manager that wants him to do that. Mm-hmm. It will be about his relationship with Jose Mourinho and the way that he treats him, talks to him, you know, benches him, pulls him off, whatever it is. It's all about that relationship now. We've seen what he can do in a side of the game that, mm. that we I wasn't sure he could do it. He showed us now in the World Cup that he can. Absolutely. One player who we know can, can do things is a young 19-year-old, Kylian Mbappe, who just mm. keeps taking things in, in his stride. Uh, wonderful sort of counter-attack, one-touch strike finish by him. Mm. Uh, puts France 4-1 up. I mean, just... I mean, I was, I, was, I was thinking as I was watching the game, Robin, my, it, my mind took me back to 20 years ago, actually, and, and it's a comparison. I don't particularly like making comparisons of young players, but just a situation with the original Ronaldo in the World Cup final, Brazil v France, and do you remember the, the day when he, he was on the team sheet, he was off the team sheet, he was on the team sheet, there was mm. talk that he'd had some kind of um, health issue or, mm. yeah, kind of hyperventilating, that it was too so, such a big moment. Didn't really impact the game that much on the day, um, but he, w- he was the bright star, he was going to be the superstar. And then you see Mbappe, who's just got, a, a, looks like a very laid-back manner, you know, comes up with, you know, there's some things that this kid does just of brilliance. I thought once or twice yesterday he showed a little bit of immaturity and, and maybe gave the ball away in situations that he'll get better as he gets older. But yeah. it, it just reminded me of that situation with, with the old Ronaldo. And, and in 20 years, we could well be looking back at, at one of the superstars if he can mm. develop at that level. Um, I mean, it, it's high praise indeed. But, it, it, you know, on that similar stage, Mbappe just looks like he's got the... Personality and and the and and, and the acceptance of, of what's what he, he is and what he's going to become. Yeah, 19-year-old mm. um, that scores four World Cup goals uh, and he's a world champion. It, uh, that's a pretty amazing start mm. for him. And I, and just as you're talking there, Rob, it's like he's he he's a smiler, isn't he? He's yeah, like yeah, he doesn't yeah. f- the pressure, but he, he loves football. I think he knows he's he's got an amazing mm. talent. He knows he's got this amazing pace that, that scares everybody. He knows yeah. that and he's comf- comfortable with it and he enjoys it. Um, you, like you, there's some times you're like, oh, yeah, probably shouldn't mm. have done that or need yeah. to, that's when you need yeah. to come out. And, mm. but, but that's decision making and, yeah. and, and that will Im- Im- improve. But um, it's exciting and I, I, I think we knew what he, this is not as though he's coming from nowhere, by the way. Mm. We know what he's been yeah. in French football from Monaco and now at PSG where his numbers haven't been ridiculous but there's other factors with Neymar, etc. at that club that makes it maybe difficult. There's yeah. no question he is going to be the, one of the next world superstars when Messi and Ronaldo, Ronaldo maybe just starting to show signs of fading a little bit. Mm. He is going to be one of those guys and I'm, I'm so pleased for him that he got yeah. his goal. I mean, again, that pace, that skill, um, the little flashes we've seen in this tournament yeah, um, is, is pretty stunning and um, yeah, we'll go on to talk about the awards that were given out. Um, but he certainly deserved his award um, and had another great game. And, and what, you know, French football, 
they, they don't have to uh, develop a lot of players, Rob. You know, you, you sort of think about different nations and we talk you know, the Dutch or the Italians, and, but the French over a longer period of time seem to me to create brilliant players, like yeah. outstanding yeah. technical players. You know, whether it's how far you Platini's to Zidane's and you know everybody else that's come through. Yeah, uh, they, they, phew, they point lot. to is it Clafontaine and, and the development yeah. of, the, of the young talents there and how they come through and go through the ranks and they get them in teams early and they play. Yeah, you know, they, they play get a play lot. Football yeah. and technically and tactically. Mm. It, um, yeah, it, it's fascinating that the amount of quality that comes mm. in and in the end. That collective quality and, and and a little bit of spirit and organisation by the manager was enough yep. to get them through. I yep. mean, quick moment, Hugo Lloris, just yep. moment of madness really in a, in a World Cup final. Yep. Um, didn't wasn't too costly in the end, but tries to go around Manzuki. Manzuki pokes one in and, and mm. get to four two, but never really in doubt. Even even at that stage, there wasn't enough time on the clock. Yeah, no, it's just it's a rare error from him. Mm. We had a really good tournament. Um, yeah. And it gave, I guess it's seven, was it 69 minutes? I think it was that goal. It, it gave yeah. them a little bit of a mm. thought of, can we can we make something happen here? But but maybe the, the point that you made, they just run out of the steam a little bit. Yeah. So that was it. That was the World Cup final, 4-2 to France. World champions again, uh, as they were in 1998 when they hosted the tournament. Um, brilliant for can them. Brilliant for a word on Didier Deschamps, yeah. Rob. Yeah, Didier Deschamps is going to go to him, yeah. Yeah, I mean, came into this tournament with many suggestions. <laughs> with Zinedine Zidane sort of out of Real Madrid and people talking whether he goes into club football or maybe he's waiting for the national job. If he is, I mean, Zidane's not timed that one very well. For, for once, the great man's timing's a little bit off. Um, but certainly, uh, there was a little bit of pressure on Deschamps, I think, in terms of, you say, the Euro yeah. final losing to Portugal, the talent mm. that's available to him. Mm. Uh, people were expecting, I think, at least quarters, semis, and then, um, you know, we'll take it from there. Uh, they've gone one step further. They've got the big one. Uh, they've landed it again 20 years later. Uh, there's a lot of young talent in that group, Rob. I was looking through the squad list, and there's a lot of 22, 23-year-old mm. yeah. old players there. They're yeah, they're going to be back again. You know, the next four or five years, again, Euros and then World Cups, in, in Qatar, they're, they're going to be in contention. And if Deschamps decides it and, and is able to stay around, could have saw one of those sort of golden generations yep. again that we saw a little bit by France, then Spain, then Germany. Mm. And then, you know, French could, French could be back in there again. Yeah, I, I think so. And on the manager, I think the main criticism for Deschamps was his, his kind of defensive mm. nature pragmatism you know that that was a little bit of you know all these attacking players and yet you're, you you bore everybody a little bit well yeah. I think what we've seen in, in this tournament is that to win you know you, you've got to have a little balance there you've got to have a little balance of defensive kind of focus and attacking flair and I think you know as an overriding theme of the whole World Cup France were the best at that I mean there's, yeah. there's teams that maybe got more talent and you know not many but in the, like your Brazil team that have got a lot of kind of you know, we thought we both thought they were going to win it uh, yeah. with the balance of defending players yeah. and attacking players, but it wasn't to be. You know, Belgium, lots of other teams that have got great kind of team uh, parts, but not the whole collective like France had, had managed to do with attacking and defensive, defending uh, and, and being together. So, yeah, well done, Deschamps. Well done, France. Um, World Cup champions. The only poor performance, actually, from the French, Rob, was, was after the game when they, they usually tend to do that well, that kind of bumping the manager, throwing him up in the air and... 
Remember Amy Jacquet through the when they won with Brazil, and you know they're tossing him like ten foot in the air, the players and mm. shouting "Ale Ale," and like they mm. shot really, they couldn't get him like you know six inches above the head unless <laughs> unless Didier's put a bit He's of a timber on. I was He's wondering like, is, is he a little bit heavy? Or something? <laughs> <laughs> it was good though. It's all, it, it, it was great, great to watch those. And, and that was one of the things that, that stood out to me. Relationships mm. with players now, Rob, are so important. And yeah, you go back is, to the, dro- the 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 Pogba thing and whether mm. Mourinho's the right man and his yeah. man management and his style. But nowadays, you see managers and these young millennial players who are, are a different type, a different type of animal. You've got to have a relationship with them, and there's absolutely no doubt that that Deschamps has got a, a really great relationship with some of these re- young superstars. Yeah, when you when you're a star player, I guess it's fine, finally on this. And you're a, you're a multi-millionaire footballer that could go mm. and play in different clubs. I'm afraid the manager has to bend to, to that sort mm. of player. I mean, yeah. it's just you just have you got to you got to find a way of of getting them on board with what you're trying to do, and then get him to do things that maybe he wouldn't yeah. they wouldn't normally do. If you if you do it in a way, and maybe we're seeing this with Jose Mourinho a little bit with uh, Paul Pogba, where it's a mm. it's a real it's a real hard discipline. Like you do this, or I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna publicly criticize you. I'm gonna drag you off. I'm gonna bench you. That that maybe is where the game has changed, where mm. these guys are so popular, so wealthy, so in demand. It's tough to to follow through with that as a way of getting them to do what you want them to do. Interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, l- let's go on to the uh, the the trophies, the tournaments, awards that were handed out for the uh, 2018. What about World the third place game, Rob? Do you want to do that? Do you want to go there first? Yeah, okay. Let yeah, let's, get, let's, let's do the football, then yeah, finish because, up. We'll finish um, up the awards and stuff. It's a game nobody really wants to be in. Uh, some suggested mm. it would be England B against Belgium B again, a, a rematch mm. of the game from the group stage. Wasn't the case. A little both bit. I mean, England, well, five, five changes. Went, yeah, but I think both teams went with the right mentality, yeah. certainly the, yeah. Bel- the Belgium team. I think one wanted to to finish off on a high. Roberto Martinez saying that his team deserved that. Um, in football terms, Rob, I thought it was a showing of Belgium a, a further down the road than, than this England team. Yeah, um, yeah, more ability, uh, better team unit, probably played better football at the moment. A little bit for England to learn from. Um, obviously, a difficult one for England. I think disappointment of not getting to the final. Obviously few changes with personnel maybe sometimes makes you a little bit disjointed as well um but yeah I, it was one of those games where I, th- I found it a little bit difficult to watch in that it i, I kind of knew quite early how it was going to go and it was not going to be an england victory and mm. anything from that was almost like let's get this over with let's do what we got to do and and you know let's let's get out of here I think so. I think I think the difference was two players, and I think we know who they are, and I think that's the theme that we've talked about a lot. I think the best yeah. two ta- the best two teams in the tournament are Belgium and France yeah. in terms of attacking balance and everything else. Um, Azard and Kevin De Bruyne are just they're that sprinkle mm. of quality that we talked about in the last pod that England don't quite have. They yeah. they are brilliant, brilliant footballers. Azard is a magnificent player. Um, maybe, maybe the only criticism he should get more goals with that ability. I thought those two were the difference. Other yeah. than that, you can go through the eleven, and I don't think there's a there's a there's a great deal of difference. I really don't. I really don't. But what they have are these two star players. They 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 take the lead early. They're happy to sit back. I thought England, you know, had then had some possession. Mm. Um, uh, but but I always got a sense if they if it got to one one, then Belgium would step up again. And, yeah. and maybe you're yeah. right. Maybe it is because they're further along. I I would tend to go with going forward, 
And I think I think what Gareth Southgate's done with England, and it's it's been great to see, and the England fans have loved it, is that they've they've played as we know they can play. And I can't yeah. remember the last yeah. time, Rob. How many times have we seen England? We're like, well, hang on a minute. You know, Gerard yeah. or Lamb or Rooney or... Yeah. They're better than that. They're better than this. I think we saw the England team as it is. We saw the bits that, that, that Lingard and uh, Delhi can do. We saw Henderson, some good moments, some poor moments, um, some good defending, some bad. Kane with some lots of goals, with some disappointing build-up play in general, missed, missed some big chances, which I guess we'd normally see. So maybe Kane... Maybe you could say that Kane, you'd expect him to score that goal against Croatia yeah. to, to go two yeah, up. Yeah, to, two um, but up, in yeah. general, that's what's good about it. Um, what England need to think about for the next two years, for the Euros and then the next four years, is how can we produce a De Bruyne or a, or yeah. a Hazard well, or, yeah, or, or, or like a David yeah. Silva or a Blimin. Yeah. I mean, th- these, these guys that sprinkle their quality in a, in a, a team... Because you know, we've got plenty of that England. We've got plenty of organisation yeah. and work ethic yeah. and all that and yeah, yeah, physicality. Yeah. Yeah. We need some We need some star ability. Yeah. And that's in this game, I thought, was, was obvious again. Yeah, I think we, we hit a similar point. I, th- I thought mm. the two things that, that came out of the game for me was uh, some of the scenes after was the reconnection with the England fans and the England team, which I think yeah. is heartening, which I think is so, so important. I think if you if you think back, having at the end of the game, Gareth Southgate celebrating his teams, just think of Gareth and what people have done at uh, St George's and the whole setup. We're now mm. in in a system where from U17 through, we've got national teams yep. who've had success. So there's a platform there to to a group Rob where you look on the pitch and I, and I talked about the French team. There's a lot of twenty-somethings in that group yeah. as well. So the, the, these a group that's there. There's some yeah. that are coming through from the system. Um, I've written exactly the same thing in terms of, of final thoughts for England of the tournament. England have to develop that ball-playing, yeah. technical footballer. Well, who and, yeah, and this is my like big that. point. There's two things that I, I feel are really important. Who can can be allowed to be different, Rob? Who coaches are not going to be, if this kid's at 14 or 15, is not going to keep telling him about game behind the ball. and no, no, no. Mm. He, Kevin De Bruyne sometimes plays and thinks and acts in a different way than the other players. That's yeah. why he's that player. And coaches have a responsibility, English coaches who are teaching these kids and bringing these kids through, to understand that, yes, you've got to be part of the team. And, yes, you've got to, your end product's mm-hmm. hugely important in that. But you can be that technical guy who can keep the ball together. When you see Modric, when you see um, when you see Azard, De Bruyne, those people, Rob, it's mm. almost like the ball's attached to them. It's mm. almost like they go around the pitch and it's give it here. You've got mm. a problem, give it to me. I'll keep yeah. it. They're I'll high pressing us. Happen. They're high oh. pressing us. Give me the ball. I'll get out of trouble. Oh. We'll combine, yeah. and that's going to pull pull back the press. I mean, it's just so important. And yeah. on, on, on to follow on that, and I totally agree. Ruben Loftus Cheek played in mm. this game mm. and I, I thought he was I thought he was excellent I think that's very yeah. encouraging yeah. for a little yeah. bit like you're and talking he's about size, isn't he? he's, he's good, good size, size but he's got real good ability he yeah, dribbled he fit. got in behind mm. a couple of times yeah. that's 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 that encouraged me a lot that yeah. he's very different to Deli Ali and Lingard mm. very different yeah. and I didn't know whether the midfield balance with both of those two guys the runners wasn't mm. quite right and I did think about whether Loftus-Cheek with one Lingard or Delhi with Henderson a holder might be a better balance I just thought he played really well and that encouraged me like that's mm. we need these guys that can play can can dribble got a little faint got yeah. a little step over 
Um, so it's I really thought good he point, was you know, because um, remember when we were last in England and Mark Bright's a good old friend of mine and he worked very closely with Steve Parish at Crystal Palace. We ended up having a, a cup of tea uh, mm. one evening and, and he was just talking about a few players and he said, Loftus Cheek, by the way, he said, is a proper player. He said, Do you know mm. the only thing he's even lacking? He said, his games. He yeah. needs game time. He needs yeah. to, you know, to learn some to how to get through games yeah. and playing games. But he said he's got it all, by the way. And I was a mm. bit like, well, I'm, mm. yeah, I, I get you. And obviously, I, I totally respect his view. But I said, mm. I'm, I'm probably seeing that yet. And he said, look, Tony, if he plays enough games, if he gets 50, 75 games under his belt, you'll see a different player. Which, which is which follows on what, yeah. yeah. Follows on the point. The point you're making. Yeah, and Eng- young England players, mm. do they get enough time at the big clubs in the Premier League? That's yeah. a concern. It's all right when in the 17s and the 19s and the 20 tournaments, are they playing in a major league? And some of them might have to go on loan in different countries yeah. to help their development because that's the worry, that, isn't it? Well, yeah. That's the yeah, worry. Absolutely. Yeah. That might be the way forward. But I think in, 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 in summary, uh, a, a really progressive and, and an important World Cup for England. Um, you'd have to say it was successful considering where they were in, in against Iceland in Euros not only two years ago, but um, you know, still plenty of work to do. Yeah. We'll, we'll turn to the awards, Rob, because I know we want to get yep. there. And, and, and listen, what an honour it must be for Harry Kane to finish top of, uh, of the pile. Six goals, Golden Boot winner. Um, ties up that, that recognition with, with Gary, Gary Lineker. Um, it almost feels a little bit, and I, I may Go be on. wrong, Go it's there. a great honour, but something feels a little bit awkward that, that Keynes won this when 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 push came to shove, he was a little bit disappointed in the big games mm. that were Mattered. required to, to go to go the step further. Yeah, I mean, in, in, the, in all the knockout games, mm. so the four games after the group stage, he scored a goal, yeah. one penalty against Colombia. And in those other games, you know, that's when you want your your captain, your yeah. your star, so-called, you know, top world-class striker mm. to make a difference. And yeah. it's a little disappointing. I mean, five goals came against Tunisia and Panama, five yeah. of the six, and three penalties, uh, one off a heel that, that you didn't know anything yeah, about, yeah. and a close-range header and mm. a tap-in. So... I, I'm, a, I'm a little we bit torn, not, Rob. We shouldn't, listen, we shouldn't... No, not, I know. Six goals I know. is six goals. It's in, six in goals, that yeah. golden boot. And maybe in time, as years go on, p- yeah, people forget that there's, that there's some of that. And he's a golden yeah. boot winner. And congratulations. Yeah. And yes. it was brilliant for him. But I think we're both sort of coming from the same place or, or mm. feel the same thing. Just mm. one goal in one of those those important matches yeah. would have just changed the outlook of, of the award for Kane. Yeah. Yeah, he just, he just, you know, I think we all wanted him to, to, to score a couple of goals. Yeah. It was like, wow, yeah. that's what we've seen him do mm. in the Premier League, where he just ducks inside, he bends yeah. it with his left foot into the top corner, mm. or he makes a great run, a brilliant header. You know, stuff that we see him in, in his domestic league and his comfortable, yeah. you know, I, I, we just, I just, it's, yeah, it feels funny, doesn't it? It feels yeah. funny, like, wow, golden boot, yeah. brilliant. There's no question, you are flipping the number nine in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, mm, it feels a little bit difficult to say that, given... Yeah. What we've seen, but but let's 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 like you said, he's in the team. He takes the penalties. He's in the yeah. right place for the tap-ins. You know, full credit. I mean, he's finished above some real great players there, and some yeah, other sure. number nines that you might think are, are world-class yeah. top guys didn't have a good tournament. So he deserves absolutely mm. um, to be considered one of the best number nines in the world now. But uh, yeah. That, that was the first one, wasn't it, in terms of the trophies? Yeah, uh, golden, golden ball boot. winner. Golden uh, ball. Luka Modric. Love it, love it, uh, love yeah. it, love it. Yeah, can't, can't no, no, no problem with that? No problem whatsoever. Brilliant, brilliant player throughout mm. in difficult yeah. circumstances. You sound yeah. like you've got a bit of a problem with that? 
No, no, not not a huge problem. Uh, I mean, it's just that we, we were asked, if, would I give it to to Luka Modric? I think there's one other player in, in my view that that t takes him all the way, and based on that the team won the competition, mm. I'd go for Angolo Conte. Mm. Well, I'd actually, let me change that. I'd go for the Angolo Conte brothers because there must be more than, than <laughs> one of them. I'll go for Angolo Conte and another Conte because honestly. There was one thing that happened yesterday, Rob, and I was watching the game, and it was almost one of those where I had to go back and rewind and, and make sure I saw. There was a, there was a counter-attack situation where um, France had, had actually gone forward. Croatia had the ball and were breaking. So it wasn't it wasn't one of the most cutthroat, but they were breaking to, to, to attack the, the French goal. And, and the way that football plays now in those situations, certainly as a midfield player, it's almost most difficult thing to just get back towards your own goal and, and try and stop the, the attack. And Golo Conte not only ran back, he got he almost ran quicker than the ball, got behind the ball, got his set position, and then blocked the ball that was paid, played through into Manzuki. It was just mm. like one of those things mm. where I think, how does this guy do that? How, uh, how, how, how does he continue to do that at yeah. pace? Great technicality, great tactical awareness. I yeah. mean, it, it, it's... It's frightening, and he's he's probably he's he's not the Luka Modric in the possession and, and no. the ability and, and, and the the, the cl uh, cleverness of passing and, and the keep the keenness on the eye, but he didn't often bring something that I just admire so much, and I think it was integral to why France won the World Cup. And and if you uh, and listen, it, uh, of course, like it's tough to argue against this guy. But, and also, just think what he's done, Rob, over the last two or three years of his career. Yeah, he's won absolutely. a Premier League title with Leicester City, yeah. which is in incredible. So he's one which of the star players win. for that. They wouldn't win without no, him. absolutely not. He then goes to Chelsea. Mm. He switches to Chelsea. They yeah. win the Premier League title yeah. in his first season. Yeah. And now he's won a World Cup yeah. title with France's national team. Yeah, that's not that, that's, yeah. that's because he's a special player. That, that absolutely yeah. is yeah. because he's a special player. He can add that mm. incredible value to others around him in his teams. And, and you're seeing there from, from, from those three titles that, that what he brings is incredibly important. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and yeah, between those two, absolutely. Mm. I, I, just, I just love watching Modric. I, I have for a long, long time. With yeah. There was a little spell, something happened in the game. Sometimes when you watch a game, these little things like, they were 4 2, I think it was when they were 4 2 down, started to have a little bit of possession. And France were not sure whether to quite press or not. They were in that kind of uncomfortable sort of last 15, 20 minutes period. And a couple of things happened with Modric. <laughs> Somebody like the ball bounced out. He flicked it to one of his teammates. Somebody played a, a pass, mishit it, and it sort of came in his direction. He controlled it. And it's yeah, almost it's like it's he just cleans everything up. He's, oh his mind and his ability and, and every weight of pass is in the right space. It's yeah. on the right side. It's in the yeah. right... It's a, and, and I'm looking and thinking, jeez... I mean, that's that's just not that's not luck. That doesn't just happen. This is a, a guy that's so in tune with with things. Even when he's almost like not thinking about it, it just naturally happens for him. Yeah, I mean, he, he I mean, his touch. I mean, I watched the game with my son, and and, and some of the balls that were zipped into him, mm, he just stops yeah. it plain dead. It's not yeah. bouncing. It's on the deck, ready for him to play. And mm. at, and at thirty, he's thirty-two years of age, by the way, Rob. He's almost yeah. thirty-three yeah. in yeah. September. I mean, th that that to to have that 
amount of I, th I think I've been a little surprised with the, the fire in his belly you know yeah. some of the comments he made the way he plays yeah. in the tough situations flip you know wow what 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 apart from his ability and his touch mm. he's got a massive heart and a, yeah. and a very strong mentality as well yeah, so yeah. okay Maybe golden bring it back yeah. round. yeah go on then. let's just move on golden glove winner best goalkeeper was given to Belgium's Thibaut Courtois yeah um for Problems. me no problem with that not I really, think no. I think he's had made some great saves yeah. for a big guy. He's got down quickly. He's made important saves. Yeah, um, playing for Belgium. His reputation is good actually. Lloris, yeah. I think maybe without the mistake, maybe might might have looked yeah. him there. But yeah, absolutely no problem with yep. Courtois, young player of the year, uh, young player award, uh, yep. no doubt with Mbappe. Absolutely yeah, we no talked about him. Ex ex exceptional. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, we we we've got two goal of the tournament of Musto, yeah. which okay. was quite a, a big talking point. Th there was some real quality goals certainly through the group stages, and, and then uh, as we got to the last stages of the competition, I know FIFA ran their own competition. Mm. Um, I think they had a top five of Benjamin Pavard, Nacho uh, for uh, in the Portugal Spain game, Cristiano Ronaldo, and that Portugal. Spain game, Philip Coutinho's goal for Brazil in Switzerland, and Lionel Messi's goal uh, in the Nigeria. Can I add a couple? Game. I think we should add a couple onto that. I think Jesse yeah, Lingard's yeah. goal against Panama was great. I think Tony Cruz's free kick for Germany against yeah, Sweden was great. That, yeah. You know, so it's, it's just w which whichever do you, you fancy. I mean, I, I've gone for neither of them either, to be honest. I've gone for well, neither. neither, and neither none of these goals. None of those goals. How played, son? What, 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 what's goals. your favourite goal? Goal three, uh, Cristiano. Ronaldo's oh. free kick. Over well, that's your favourite. That's that, your. That, that's my. No, that's my. Yeah. Uh, that's my. In third place, in reverse order, as they do. In second place, Benjamin Pavard, France v Argentina. Lou, lovely bending laser right foot kick. Goal one. Belgium. Nasser Chadley. Goal v Japan. Counter attack in the moment of the game. Oh. I thought was a thing of beauty. Wow. In, in a competition where team football has come on top has ruled mm. that was uh, it doesn't get better than that in terms of team football. that's unusual Rob I'm surprised because I'm usually the team goal yeah, guy no, I? Yeah. I love the team goal I, but I, I haven't gone for that the Chadley thing was, was just I thought was, yeah yeah was it, was it uh, yeah me? interesting not on the list yeah. okay um, I you haven't done for? a three well I, I think that the Jesse Lingard will probably be number three okay um I think the Ronaldo free kick, I, mm. I just like for the moment, for yeah. right at the start of the tournament, for the pressure, for the accuracy, I, I, th I thought that would be number two. And Benjamin Pavard would be my, oh. would be my okay, goal. The, the beauty, right foot. The, mm. the, the, the mm. technique, the spin, the accuracy, the top corner, the nature of the game. They were 2-1 down against Argentina yeah. and it, the comeback was on. It made it 2-2. And like, wow, are France gonna are they gonna fold? Are they gonna step mm -hmm. up? And he stepped up with that moment of quality that for me was the best goal and the you know, one of the moments of the tournament. So I would go for Pavard, uh, France versus Argentina as my number one goal of the tournament. Absolutely can't argue with that, Rob. Yeah. And and what we did uh, for our for our last sort of tweet over the twenty eighteen World Cup, we, we asked us our, our listeners and, and fans out there, what what was their favourite moment of the twenty eighteen World Cup? We've got lots of um, responses mm. as you would expect i'm going to read out three rob i think we picked the sort of best six that w we thought mm. uh jeff sobel who, who tweets us a lot says belgium's game-winning goal against japan the game the game i've talked about honest to goodness the instant courtois released the ball i said they're going to win this game right here so he read that one jeff sobel man van swarthos said croatia and 
Denmark shootout, just all the drama involved in there and Croatia finally getting through. And MH Nathanson said, Harry Kane pounding the pitch with pure joy after England's win on penalties, a moment that exercised all the demons of the past, encapsulated the mood of the nation, gobsmacked by the happiness and the sense of possibilities for England. Yeah, just a few more. Um, Ngo Zulu tweets us to say, De Bruyne's a vicious strike against Brazil. Uh, mm. J.E.'s one tweets us to say, Cruz's last second spot kick against Sweden. We've talked about that. That should have been impossible. World-class player coming through with a world-class moment. Mm. And Antonio simply says, all of it. So, <laughs> I mean, there yeah. was, to be fair, Rob, there were a lot of brilliant yeah, moments was, in yeah. a brilliant yeah. World yeah. Cup. And you I, forget I, some through group stages and things, don't you? You know, these little moments. You, and I mean, you. it was a phenomenal tournament yeah. of moments, of comebacks, mm. of drama. I mean, it really was. I think in terms of my favourite moment. Yeah. And I think, you know... I guess there's a little bit of bias here, Rob. The England penalty shootout victory okay. and the Gareth yeah. Southgate yeah. explosion of emotion uh, was is my favourite moment. I mean, it, it, it's it's moments like that that that, yeah. that that stuff just gets bigger than football for me. I mean, yeah. Gareth is a is a kind of a very mild measured, quiet, thoughtful guy, and yet you see there that within that that very popular waistcoat <laughs> we saw lots <laughs> of there's a massive heart that, yeah. that's that's pounding to the beat of this game and in this job and in this tournament and in that penalty shootout mm. so I, I think that has to be my favorite moment of england finally winning a blimmin world cup penalty shootout is there a right about you um i've had to go for two and and um my first one rob is five minutes into the England-Croatia semi-final. Kieran Trippier bending a ball mm. over mm. the wall. Beautiful, wasn't and it? And for, for a moment, Rob, uh, yeah. and the scenes yeah. at Hyde Park, and you saw the scenes all over England. Yeah. The thought I know, of England I know. being in I a know. World Cup I final just insane. absolutely put, absolutely put uh, hairs on the back of my neck where yeah. we're like... This Jeez, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. I'm going to see a World Cup final with England in. I so, know, so I know, I know. That, that, that's right up there. But no, I've got to be honest, I've got to be honest, the most, for me, the most dramatic moment of this World Cup, and because of the man, because of the situation, because <laughs> of where we I are, I think. Cristiano Ronaldo stands right. over a free kick. He pulls his shorts up. He ripples his muscles. He looks down the camera like a million dollars. He bends a ball over the wall in the top mm. corner for the last minute for a hat-trick yeah. goal. It's like that, Against Rob, Spain. is what yeah. World Cup football is all. That's what kids watch you for. That's why he's a yeah. hero. That's why he's a star. That's why that this drama is like nothing else in TV in in, in, in life. Mm. Uh, and that was just for me like that. That's that's genius. That's football. Genius, just right there. And he had the world watching. He had billions. He knew he had billions of people watching. And mm. it was like an actor delivering the line or, or whatever. Mm. He was just like, bang on the yeah. money. Yeah, it was. I, when, I, when you first started there, Rob, I thought you were going to go with Diego Maradona. That's <laughs> <laughs> watching Argentina. <laughs> yeah, Diego's up there, but I, I couldn't oh, quite find, find, it, find an award for him. No. Mate, on, on but that that's one. it. But, the, but the, the, what a World Cup. Mm. And it's, uh, it's been any a Any final takeaways, Rob? As, well, as we, 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 we wrap up and start to think about having a quick break before domestic leagues, what, what, yeah, what's your, I, I, your, your takeaway from, from it? Um, the best World Cup I've seen. I mm. think... Um, you know, 
whether you, you, you people might want the big Brazils and Argentinas yeah. and Italy's yeah. and stuff in those final stages. I just think it was an amazing World Cup. I think Russia maybe was underestimated as a host. Yeah. Um, you know, whether it could be executed and, and whether the football and all the travel and everything else. And it's great to see the social media, isn't it, of some of the guys yeah. from Fox that cover yeah. the event and the travel, I mean, and the food they ate. And the, I, I mean, I know what it's like. We've both worked on World Cups. Um, but I think I just think the Russia hosted a great tournament. And I think it's, uh, even though, of course, we're in the U.S. here and the U.S. weren't in it, there's a lot of people that live around me and people that I've spoke <laughs> yeah, to that have yeah. been absolutely enthralled so by the yet. tournament, uh, no matter the, who was in it, the games. Mm. I think that's got to be a great sign, it's particularly great football, as in yeah. 2026 is coming to the U.S. and Canada and Mexico, mm. the World Cup, which have been yeah. incredibly amazing to, to experience. It's just, it's just of, of good moments, Rob, of England um, and what they did in it. Yeah. Some of the goals, some of the games, some of the comebacks, lots of goals. No, I mean, even the final 4-2, the most goals since 1966 when England yeah. won it. I mean, it's just it was just a brilliant tournament. It's been a joy to watch it. And it's like one of those where you, you're waiting for the, the next game. And then in game days when we're the, is, you know, there was days off, I'm watching other games just to, yeah, to kind of catch up properly. Yeah, you didn't want days off, actually, did you? No. Like, come on, no. let's get the football back. Yeah. It was brilliant. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah, I'm with you, mate. For me, the, you know, of those of what I, I talked about, um, Argentina 78 be something that was special, probably at my age. But this one's mm. this one's up there and pushing. And I just thought it, it was a, it was a, it was a time to show what that football evolves all over the world. Rob, mm. when you look at some of the teams in there, and 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 that nothing stands till there's no time for arrogance, complacency. You know, tick attack football that maybe once mm. was dominating football. Things move on. The game evolves. Yeah. And it? players move on, Rob. We saw the, exactly, the, the Messi yeah. and Ronaldo and the even Neymar. The superstar footballers, kind of, yeah. yeah. Guarantee you nothing, Rob. You c and, mm. and it kind of showed me that they can't get it done on their own anymore. No. Those superstar players can't put teams you on their back team. anymore. Yeah. Teams are better. It's about team spirit. It's about harmony. It gives hope to all other, other nations out there, as you mm. say. Teams like the, the US, Italy, Italy and, and Holland who didn't make this one, you can sure the next time around that they're going to be even even more um, indebted to it. And, and for England, Rob, it, it, I think it's given hope back to, to the country that, that like to believe they gave the world football that, you know, I, I said someone didn't quite come home. We kind of sort of ended up at the neighbour's house, really, but we, we were <laughs> close. And at some point, hopefully, uh, one day in our lifetime, we can see it come home. But uh, yeah. now, brilliant tournament, mate. It's been a great watch. We'll catch our breath uh, because I've got to tell you, my friend, in oh, 24 crikey. days' oh, time, blimey. it will really? be the end of the transfer window. Oh, the basically changed. means that, mm. yeah, that's Thursday, August the 9th. That will be the deadline day. It closes uh, that evening. And 24 hours later, the Premier League season will kick off and we'll be looking at Manchester United v Leicester City. That's Friday, August the 10th. So... Uh, get get a little bit of rest, mate. That's it from us. Yep. Uh, we, as ever, want to hear from our listeners. Firstly, we would love you to rate and review the show by downloading the two Robbies on Apple Podcasts. Tell us what we like and where we can improve. So, the day belongs to France. The congratulations do belong to France. Didier Deschamps and his men getting the job done. So, it just leaves us time to say, Viva la France, allez les bleus. Celebrations are going crazy on the Champs-Élysées. I'm Earl. He's Musto with the two Robbies. Thanks for listening and au revoir.